Hello, this is James Cox with the Martial Arts Lifestyle, and we are in episode number 24. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about lineage, you know, your roots. So I kind of imagine taking like a ancestry or like the 23andMe test to kind of find out uh, where you come from and what you're really made of, right? So I see a lot of times in the martial arts world, and this goes in a lot of different situations, the lack of knowledge on where you come from, you know, as far as what do you do, who showed you the way, who showed them, um, even even so, so much as what style of martial arts do you teach. Now, things have changed, so I got to not always be old school, but I do want to talk a little bit about how things were done, you know, and there's always that. Well, back in my day, so I'll try to avoid that because I hate when people say that all the time. You know, I remember listening to older people and sometimes not listening to older people. And you always should. You should listen to these people that have walked the miles, that have the experience, that have the the life experiences, because that's that that's really where the knowledge is. But regardless, anyway, uh, uh, we'll try to avoid saying back in the day and, you know, what we used to do, but it's probably going to come out. I was fortunate to come up with, with uh, a martial arts instructor, Patrick McDaniel, who was very strong on our lineage and us all knowing from kids. And we were all kids, you know, we started martial arts at the rec center. And how important it was for us to know the history of our martial arts in detail, not just our martial arts style, which is Kaji Kimbo, but other martial arts styles that we don't know, that we don't have. I mean, he tried to make us learn every martial arts style there was, at least whatever we could find out. And this was before internet. So we had to get magazines and books and we had to listen to people. That's where some of my best knowledge has come from is people that either were there or were close to being there and the new people when some of these styles were were kind of being pioneered like Kajikimbo is somewhat early as a mixed martial art it, it was founded in 1947 to 1949 in Honolulu Hawaii uh Adriano D'Imperato was the main founder with four co-founders representing each different style you know Peter Chu from karate Joseph Hulk of judo uh, Frank Ordonez of jiu-jitsu Clarence Chang of kung fu Chinese boxing uh, well, see, there's an example. You know, I, I cannot forget my martial arts history because my instructor made us recite it. Every belt test, uh, we had to turn in notebooks. You can't see if this is on the um, audio, but for the YouTube version, here's, here's an example of one of my notebooks. And that's pretty thick binder here. I mean, it's pages and pages. And a lot of this stuff was handwritten. Uh, so if you can imagine a 15-year-old boy writing out a self-defense drill. Self-defense drill number one, you step your left foot, nine o'clock, you do a right-hand palm heel to the sternum. Move number two, you step your left foot up, you do, you know, right? I had to write all these drills down, and we would turn them in for part of our uh, belt promotion. Um, you know, besides all the basic moves, we had to know all of our forms. And if you guys know what a kata or pattern or routine is, how do you get a pen and paper and write down a kata? Well, I did, and we all did, and it's in my notebook from those days to prove it. So a lot of the H pattern or I pattern forms, we would write down and either use a stick figure or just use lines like, you know, imagine an architect or diagramming something, a scientist putting out an equation of something. Something and you know you turn nine o'clock this way with a downward block you step with a forward punch but this is how we kept track and if we ever forgot a move we just go back to our notebook what'd your notebook say and we'd go back to see what drill number seven was or what kata number six was um 
it was cool. It was interesting. You know, we didn't video it and we didn't have YouTube, but we wrote it on pen and paper and books. Some of this, as I'm looking at my notebook, was a was an old school typewriter. And I'm talking really old school typewriter. So only some of you guys will know what that is, even is. Uh, we wrote down philosophies, philosophies that we heard from different people or people that we followed. I have stuff in here from Bruce Lee, from Ed Parker, from my instructors, um, you know, probably even tried to make up my own philosophies, right? Uh, you know, just, just whatever it may have been. We have the history in here. So these are pages of things that either I cut out and found in magazines, in books, or we typed up or hand wrote about every martial arts style that I could find. And from an early age, the students at our school, and it was a small group of students. They were good students and they worked hard, but um, they knew their history. They knew their lineage. They knew the martial arts instructors. You know, a lot of my black belts now are, are the same way because I still continue that legacy i don't you know it's hard now with having as many students as i have to to turn in notebooks from every student every belt test and try to you know uh check them that way we just had belt graduation this last week and uh there was over 200 people that graduated you know i'm not gonna be able to look at 200 notebooks but anyway I, I, what i'm getting at real is that it's important to know your lineage and your history and i would be surprised you know not to call people out man but i'd be surprised at some top world-class martial artists that couldn't tell you much about their own style of martial arts much less the styles of other martial arts you know who put it together where did it come from is it a korean a japanese a chinese style um, what does it emphasize the most and i guess that's okay if that's just not your thing. But what do you think? Is that uh, important to you? And you guys can put this stuff in the comments, you know. Do you feel that it's important to know your lineage and your roots, uh, your martial arts history, uh, these styles, and uh, be able to even understand them and to recognize them, you know. I'm pretty good at it, man. I can watch a martial arts movie. I can see a competition. I could see a tournament, a seminar, a demonstration. And without even knowing from a distance, I could tell you by the way the person moves. Are they Kempo, Taekwondo, Kung Fu, Jiu Jitsu, whatever else it may be. Um, now, I get that today in these modern years, that's a little bit more difficult because it became popular to mixed martial arts. See, that was an unheard of thing before. Before Kaji Kimbo, before Jeet Kune Do, and before MMA, UFC, that was really an unheard thing. Things were pretty, uh, I guess the word maybe segregated. They were separated. You know, karate people did karate. Judo people did judo. Taekwondo people did taekwondo. Kimpo was Kimpo. They didn't mix, right? Until, um, you know, these these modern people like Sijo Adriano Imperato and Bruce Lee, these people came up with, why be limited if you can be better at all aspects and you can accept what works, then use that variety and be good at all aspects. You know, it's just so much better. Uh, what martial arts style is for you? Is there a style or a system or a certain discipline that you would be better at or that you really want to learn? You know, I think that is personal preference. I, I, I think of it like food. Of course, I like food. and I eat a lot of food. I like the variety of food, like a buffet, right? Um, or Kaji Kimbo and Jeet Kune Do and those, those original mixed martial arts and MMA fighting today, it's a buffet, right? It's important because you do need all of those nutrients and ingredients, but to be able to mix it. I like it because I feel like I would get bored doing one thing only 
over and over. Um, but it's personal preference, you know. Again, like you know, do you prefer Italian food, Mexican food, American food, or, or what? What? What's even available might be the case. Because I didn't know the difference. I was going to do karate. You know, I went to a recreation center to join a, a karate school. I didn't know if, what they taught there. I didn't even know how to say kaju kimbo, much less what it was. But it didn't take long because I sure learned because that was part of our curriculum. That was part of our curriculum. And it's good because at the end, you're going to have martial artists like you have people in life that are going to excel in different things. I have students that are amazing kickers. No one can kick like them. They're just with flexibility, you know, uh, just natural to that. I have other people that it's their upper body, so now they're more rapid with their hands and, and just amazing with, with that. And people that like weapons, uh, their specialty, people that like uh, groundwork, you know, grappling, judo, jujitsu. So that variety. But So it's kind of like your food where, you know, you um, it's personal preference. What do you choose and what works for you? People will kind of ask, you know, you do karate. And of course, I just say, yeah, you know, whatever. But uh, it's, you, you don't really do karate. What's what's your style? What's the system? What type of martial arts do you do? And you don't really do those things anyway. You're supposed to more kind of live them. Now, that's getting on the philosophical side. But if it's a way of life, then it's something that you enjoy, that helps you, that helps others. And um, it's connection. It's a connection of the mind, body, and spirit. Along with all the history and terminology and knowing where we come from, you know, there was a time where we had, as I was promoting, promoting my own black belts, they were numbered, so you can imagine like an athletic team with a numbered jersey, right? I mean, 23, it's hard not to think Michael Jordan, right? But um, my number one black belt was Chuck Estes, so he was known as one, you know? And I, if I went down to number 38 and it was John Smith, I don't know John Smith, but let's just say it was, he was number 38, you know? Now we're probably around number 160 or so. So the black belts uh, early on, they had to memorize all of those black belts before them. So they had to memorize all the black belts that were promoted before them. They had to memorize their instructor, instructors, instructor, all the way down to our main founder. And that was a lot of uh, memorizing in, in history. We did this as well with a lot of terminology. So every system or style of martial arts, they should have a certain terminology. You got to think military. So martial arts, you know, of course, military, uh, the combat part, as well as the expression then we want our students to have things anchored inside of them. I have today my three-year-olds that memorize certain things that they will recite. You know, it makes me think of like the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts and, um, you know, certain creeds, pledges, oaths, and just things to memorize, rules. We ask the rules of concentration. Our three-year-olds are going to say, focus your eyes, focus your mind, focus your body. We have a student creed that we'll start with. We have an ending creed. But... Back in the day, in my time, man, we had pages of terminology. And again, this is uh, 35 years ago, but still, I could not forget it if, if I was paid to. You know, we recited every single class, my instructor would say, three elements of karate. We say, speed, focus, power. Name the system. Kajikimbo. How many styles? Five. Name them. Karate, judo, jujitsu, kimpo, Chinese boxing, known as kung fu. Name the founder, Adriano D'Imperato. Name the date, 1947. Nukshidu, the wave of the invisible snapping fist. Mazuna Kukuru, mind like still water. Tuzuki Nu Kukuru, mind like the moon. Philosophical meaning of Kajikimbo. Through this fist style, one gains long life and happiness. 
on and on and on. Codes of discipline. Stop doing that which you do not like. Nothing is impossible to a willing mind. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I could go on and on. These things are anchored in my mind because we were forced to memorize them and to recite them and to belt test on them. That's cool. At the same time, we were doing self-defense. We were doing fitness. We were doing fighting. But I just see a, a, I don't see this today. And I talk to other martial arts schools. It's somewhat embarrassing when I talk to a high-ranking black belt that does martial arts somewhere else, and they can't tell me anything about their style. Who was the founder? Where did it come from? What's its emphasis? You know, and where I was getting at earlier, because of modern days, I guess it's okay. You know, you're going to join a school that just does a curriculum. And Premier Martial Arts has a curriculum that is just uh, appeals to the masses, you know. But we still have history. You still learn about Krav Maga and Muay Thai and, you know, some sport karate and some of the things that we do. But it, it mixes it all together. So if you guys have any questions on that, you know, reach out to me and ask. And um, like I had said in a previous podcast, I want to do a, uh, we'll call it a Q&A episode soon. So this gives you a chance. You can get a hold of me, you know, a lot of ways. James Cox, Martial Arts. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. You can comment on the YouTube. Uh, heck, you can find me and get my number or email. It's gmjamescox at gmail.com. Pretty easy. Uh, people think GM is for general manager but it's grandmaster james cox at gmail.com but i want you guys to please uh, send me some questions what are something you would like me to answer you have any questions concerns thoughts you know my opinions on something else i mean it could be a debate it could be just anything and then we can uh, you know i'll give you a shout out you know so and so asked me this and let's answer it and uh, maybe we'll get some prizes for that as well so hopefully this was educational. If not, then um, you don't know nothing. Ah, know what I mean by that? If not, you need to go learn some lineage, some roots, your heritage. Where did you come from? Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Check out the YouTube channel. I'll talk to you soon.